Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Worthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you, the audience, which of these many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and editor-in-chief of The Playlist, Rodrigo Perez. Rodrigo is absent today, but as they say, the shows must go on, and oh, they have. So today, I'm highlighting what The Playlist is named as one of the best shows of 2022 so far, and I personally would put it right at the top of that list, which is FX and Hulu's The Bear. The show follows a young man named Carmi, played by Shameless's Jeremy Allen White, who's a top young chef in the country. He's returning home to Chicago to take over his family's struggling sandwich shop after a family tragedy. It's this wonderful show about grief and the families that we choose and those that choose us and anxiety and addiction and friendship. It's just this masterful eight episodes of tv uh the acting is brilliant the direction is brilliant uh the cinematography everything is great and it's all in these 30 minute or less packages so you can breeze right through them and trust me when you're done you are going to be hungry for more sorry for the pun but i had to uh joining me to discuss the bear is the star himself jeremy allen white who again you may know as philip lip gallagher from his 11 year stint on shameless We talk about his hesitancy to get involved in a family-centric show based in Chicago again, for obvious reasons, Uh, his time learning under Michelin star chefs, and his hopes for season two. But before we get to our chat with Jeremy, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, which I'm also a part of both of those, also Be Real, Deep Focus, The Fourth Wall, and more. It can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite shows. Be sure to subscribe, drop us a rating. We always appreciate that. Okay, let's get cooking on over to my delightful conversation with the very talented gentleman actor, Jeremy Allen White. First of all, thanks for taking the time. I'll just say this up front. The bear is adored at the playlist. So oh, man. obviously we gave it a good review and it's, we just threw yeah. it up on our, our best of 2022 so far. Oh, amazing. Thank you guys for that. That stuff goes a long way. I appreciate yeah. it. For my money, it's my favorite show of the year. And I do a wow. lot of shows with our binge. I know you guys do. That means yeah. a lot. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. So thrilled to speak with you and yeah, to be here. Yeah. So you were just renewed for a second season. I think last week they, they announced it. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And the internet <laughs> has kind of, 
like taken this show. It, it's been less than a month and it's yeah. just snowballing, man. The, the thirsting for Carmi has been a very interesting experience just for me. I can't imagine for you. Yeah, for me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. Like we, like, you know, I, I keep, I'm texting with Chris Storr all the time. We're just kind of like checking in on one another and the rest of the cast and stuff. It's like every, um, we're always like, all right, it's done now. Everybody who's going to see it has seen it. And like, we're going to chill out. And, but we keep, we keep getting these little like bumps and these waves and it's, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it just keeps snowballing. And then second season is just, you know, hitting the ground running, but let's talk about Carmi. Like how did this role come to you? How much did you and Chris store kind of collaborate on filling him out as a character? Yeah. um, So it came to me only, I mean, I guess like the spring before we started shooting. So the spring of last year, I knew Chris a little bit. Uh, Chris produced this movie, the rental that I did. And we, thank you. And, and we, we became friendly, had similar kind of taste. We like talking about movies and TV shows and actors and actresses that we like. And he might've told me, maybe I'm making this up for, for the story now. Um, but I feel like at, when we finished shooting, he was like asking me about when I thought we'd be done with Shameless. And I said, I don't know, like a couple more years. And, you know, he was like, well, like, look out for a call from me or something like that. And I was like, sure thing. And and yeah, he reached out. He sent me the script. The script was excellent. The world was like really intriguing. Um, I didn't have a lot of knowledge, but I had like the baseline knowledge of, you know, you knew Chicago. You know, I, knew, sure. I knew Chicago. <laughs> I was familiar with like Anthony Bourdain and like, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like we, we really do as a culture have such a fascination now with kitchens, chefs, um, they become kind of like these rock stars. So I had the like, like baseline understanding, I guess, or like intrigue. But as I started to kind of read more and learn more and spend time in kitchens, it all became just so exciting to me. So anyway, I, I talked to Chris. Uh, he talked to me about the script. I loved it. He said like all the right things and he didn't have to say anything because I already loved it. And and I talked to Joanna and Nate. Um, Joanna's a co-writer, co-director. Mm-hmm. Nate's our producer. And I signed right up. It was an easy, easy decision. Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, having come off of like 10 years with Shameless, I can't imagine yeah. that you were like, I'm thirsting to get back into a series where I might be locked in again. <laughs> Dude, totally. I mean, I, I definitely, I think, you know, when I first got the call before I read the script, um, I got a call from my agents and they were like, you know, Chris has this show. It's really great. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know about another show, like right away. And they were like, it's in Chicago. And I was like, oh, like, I definitely don't <laughs> know about that. But then I read the script and like, at the end of the day, like I'm not in a position to to pass on like something that's that, that good, you know, no matter what almost. Um, And I'm so glad, I mean, I'm so glad I didn't like what a, I'd really be kicking myself if I, if I let this one slip. So. Yeah. It's a super great show and shameless was a great show. I watched it from the very first episode. So I was week from the beginning, which is. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of time, man. Yeah. It it it. is. I formed a, I formed a real relationship with all those people. It seemed like, and I'm sure you get a lot of people coming up to you like that, that are just like your lip and that's what you are. I mean, it's a crazy thing. Like you, you, you know, you're especially like any TV show, but certainly a a show that runs as long as, as, as we did with shameless, you know, we're, we're in people's living rooms with them Sunday after Sunday, year after year, you know, that's a, it's a wild thing. Like there's a, there's connection there for sure. 
Yeah. And, and obviously for you, I mean, for 10 years being that character had to be like, how do you untangle from that? Do you, it, is he kind of intertwined in who you are at this point? For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I grew up with Lip. So yeah. as I kind of learned and, and grew and my life went this way and that way, um, you know, Lip was with me. You know, I was always kind of thinking about him. We shot that show six months out of the year, every year for 11 years. Um, so he was never really that far from my mind. So, yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I like to say we, we grew up together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now, you know, you get to this show and it's like there was a state of stress that Lip was always in. But this show, it's like it's up to the ante. This has like a constant state of stress that comes sure. in. Did totally. that take a toll on you or did that kind of prepare you for, for Carmi in a way? I don't know. Like the, the weird thing is like, um, I don't know. I mean, it's almost like my comfort. I, I feel like I take a lot of comfort in that sort of space for some reason. Um, I don't know. I didn't have like an incredibly uh, uh, stressful upbringing, but for some reason that feels almost like normal to me. And, you know, when, when I'm working on something, um, especially something that's as important to me as, as the bear is and was, um, I put a lot of pressure on myself to, to perform for, for Chris and for Joe, like it's a story. He's had this idea for 10 years. And I think that like maybe bled over a little bit in, into Carmi, which is a good thing, you know, yeah. um, because, because yeah, I think for me, I wanted Carmen to feel like the whole time it was life and death almost, you know, like, yeah. um, like he was really walking a tightrope. Anything can set him off at any time but I always wanted him to be on like a, a simmer, if you could excuse the pun. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I think, I think we did it. I think, uh, and like also, you know, the way that Chris and Joanna directed it, the pacing of it, the music, the editing, the camera work. I mean, it all came together to, to, right. to give, you know, the audience that, that feeling, you know. And then there's just the authenticity of like the chef side of things. Like I know the, the big stories that you, you, you were in uh, Paz Jolie, was it? And, yeah, Paz Jolie was where I spent most of my time, yeah. Right, and you worked up to the point where they were actually, like, serving stuff that you worked on. Were you, like, confident in your skills at that point, or were you just praying that customers didn't complain and you were, like, I, the actor that fucked up? I was shoved into that. Like, um, you know, uh, I started at Paz Jolie. I was really just a fly on the wall. I didn't want to touch anything. I was really nervous. I went to, like, two weeks of culinary school, but I was definitely out of my element. Um, right. And I always walked into restaurants like apologizing first. So I was like, hey, <laughs> Jeremy, I'm an actor. I'm sorry I'm here, um, but here we are. Um, and so the first couple of days I was just watching and I was, I was trying to understand how these people move in the environment because I knew that that was something within my control that I could like fake as an actor. Um, and then I started doing some prep with them where, you know, if you screw up, it's not the end of the world. You can do it again. We're not at service yet. It's going to be okay. And then I was kind of just like watching them at service. I came in on some busy nights, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays tend to be the busiest. So I'd kind of, again, just kind of like watch and learn. And then chef, chef uh, Dave Brand, who's chef there, really kind of shoved me on the line. He was like, go ahead. And I'm very grateful he did um, because I think that's where I learned the most. And I think you need that shove to, to really gain confidence. You know, after I worked the line for a couple of days, I really felt a lot more secure in my, 
my abilities, which was so important. Like I knew I, I would never be as good as Carmen, but I needed to at least like move around that kitchen with confidence because that's the only place where Carmen really feels, I think like good and strong is like, you know, in, in a kitchen. Except when it comes to like, there's a big episode, episode seven called review, which everybody is kind of drooling over because it's a one take, no cuts. And it really services that tension that builds in him. Yeah. Uh, Which I hear was not planned beforehand. Like how long did it take to retool this? And when, what was like, how long did you have to retool it into this one take thing? I, I, it's so weird. I heard like whispers about it before it was even official. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I heard like crew kind of talking about like the idea of it. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like I haven't heard that. Um, um, and so I walked up to Chris and I was like, Chris, what is this? What is this? I'm, I'm hearing. Are we going to shoot seven in one shot? And he was like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay, great. Um, cool. Just like, let me know when it's, uh, when it's official. And they started working on the script. The script already took place mostly in the kitchen. I think there were a couple scenes outside of the kitchen. So we obviously had to get rid of any scenes that didn't exist in the back of house or the front of house. Um, and then there were like a couple other tweaks that Joanna did on the script to kind of make it more fluid, I think, and, and make it so just like structurally it could work in one take. We got it, maybe the script that we actually shot, we got maybe five days before filming it. Uh, so we had a couple days to kind of read it and then we rehearsed it for two or three days. Um, and then we spent one morning shooting it. We shot it four times. Wow. Yeah. 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 It was pretty quick, but I think like that pressure and that pace of even like getting the script, memorizing it, figuring out if it works. Like, I feel like all of that stuff really lends itself to the final product because, you know, we felt like these characters, you know, we, we felt like we really needed to perform um, and be excellent, you know? So yeah. I think it, it worked the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's got to bond you as a cast and crew, like for sure. And your cast, Holy shit. Like yeah. Kevin and IO and Lionel and yeah. Liza, Abby Elliott, yeah. like all of them, or as you call them, chef, 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 and chef, and you know, chef, 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 chef. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just kind of nails their parts and feels like a, a real family by the end. How quickly yeah. did it like come together? Did it take some time to really form that? Not really. And I mean, that's like a lot of that I think is luck. Yeah. I had a similar thing to that. Like I feel really lucky, you know, on Shameless. It was very easy. Everybody just like, it just worked. Um, and yeah, like, you know, we spent a little bit, we spent about a week of time in Chicago before shooting the pilot. This was in like July of last year. Uh, and the day before we started shooting, we all rented a boat and we went around on the lake and, you know, but everybody just clicked. I mean, it's easy when like, um, there's no jerks, you know what I mean? It's like, it's easy when everybody's just like excellent at what they do and they respect one another, you know, it, it's easy for everybody to get along. Cause we have the same, we have the same goal. Why wouldn't it be easy? Right. You know? Right. And you know, with that in mind, I mean, Obviously, John Bernthal got to come and play for, you know, a snippet of time, which is yeah. a very important part as your older brother. For um, sure. And I, as I understand it with that one, that came as a relative surprise for you, too. Like, you did not know he was necessarily going to play that part when you started. No, um, no, no. They were throwing around ideas kind of like as we were shooting. Um, they were trying to find the right guy. It's a hard thing to cast because, like, we wanted to get lot. somebody, yeah, who had like that real like gravitas, you know, and charisma where 
even if you only see them for one scene, that they can really like hold the screen. And what was important about that scene that John John did and that we all did together was, you know, that Abby, myself, Evan are kind of like looking at him in awe, like really in love with this guy so that the audience can really understand like what was taken away. And, and yeah, man, that was just easy. Cause I mean, I'll only speak for myself, but you know, I'm in awe of John. He's, he's like one of our best, doesn't get more charismatic. And yeah, he showed up on a Sunday. He was shooting another series. He had a, like a 5 a.m. call time on Monday. Um, and he showed up totally game, you know, and he didn't have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, but he did. And I don't know. I'm, I'm very grateful. Yeah. John's excellent. Yeah. John's a phenomenal actor. I, I absolutely yeah. love this shit. Um, and then, you know, by the end, this story makes such like a perfect circle. So it would have been perfectly fine being a one season thing, but obviously there are a lot of places you could go, a lot of threads that you could just kind of tease out. Sure. What can you uh, kind of talk about as far as season two is concerned? Like what, what do you want to see Carmi and the crew go through? Yeah. I mean, this is all like, uh, like I have no idea. I'm honestly kind of what they want to do. Uh, <laughs> but I think like even, even when Chris and I were hanging out before we shot the pilot, Chris and I got together for coffee like once a week for like four weeks before we went to shoot the pilot. Um, and we were just talking about kind of, you know, everything, like what he wants to do, what I want to do with the character, what he wants to do with the whole story. And I think what would be something exciting for, for me to explore is, or would be interesting to me is like, Carmi kind of getting what he wants, you know, um, let's say they open the bear and it's really excellent. Um, and he kind of gets all of that, you know, he gets his flowers, so to yeah. speak. What's Still next? going to bring a lot of pressure. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. like, is, is Carmi just miserable or <laughs> is the situation making him miserable? You know, like, like how deep is his, uh, how deep is his pain? And like, um, at the end of the day, like does success truly, help you know mm-hmm. um so we we had kind of discussed perhaps going that way but that was 18 months ago I'm, I'm sure chris has all sorts of of new and better ideas now um but i remember uh i remember us talking about that and that sounding like really interesting to me yeah for sure and and even like the the money of it all like he finds his money in the in the tomato cans everybody's been latching on like how did it get there who is he gonna what is he doing with it that kind of thing yeah there's a lot of answers to go through there. Uh, are you going to explicitly lay out like w- where this came from? Like, was it the uncles, that kind of thing? I mean, I would explain it to you if I knew exactly what I was talking <laughs> about, but I, but I, I, I do feel like Chris is going to like continue to sort of answer questions and start taking like, you know, lefts and rights and trying to keep people guessing into the yeah. next season. So I won't, I won't try to answer it. That's totally fair. A lot of times, you know, when actors tap into a culture in a certain way, like you've done with Lip, like you've done here, the, the Marvels and DCs usually come calling. I feel like I read about you a while ago testing for a role in the past. Maybe that, maybe I'm just misremembering. And basically, I'm just so. asking, are you at all interested in those kinds of roles? Or would you, would you rather be something that's more deep, you know, like a, a long-term character kind of thing or whatever else it might be? more dramatic roles i don't know yeah like um i don't know it's so weird how like i feel like marvel and these like big franchises have become kind of like that's the top of the mountain at this point for an actor 
or yeah. that's like the ceiling or something. Um, <laughs> I don't really get it. I mean, I do get it. Like there must be like a lot of security that comes with that. Right. You can kind of like do whatever you want after that or during that. And, and I think that that's really wonderful. Um, but yeah, like my whole goal with acting was like to do it for a long time, um, to work with people who I respect, who I think are really talented. My aspirations really like, um, in my imagination end at like being on an excellent TV show and, and then being able to do like, um, movies with directors that I, that I really like love and admire in any position on the call sheet. So, yeah, I mean, like never say never. I mean, I've, I've never gotten the call. I've never been asked. I've never been asked. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, that's not like a, that's not, not a, like goal. a goal of mine or anything like that. Yeah. Totally fair. I know you have a film call, uh, coming up called uh, You Can't Win with Will Patton and Michael Pitt. Is that still in the can or is that happening or did that not even come to come to pass? What else? Do I don't I don't I don't think I don't think so. Um, I shot that now like six years ago, maybe. I hope that Michael gets it together. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if they finished shooting it. And again, like I played a pretty small part in it. Like I could be totally wrong. Um I love Michael. I've done two movies with Michael Pitt. I think he's excellent. I know that that movie was really special um, to him. So I hope he gets it done and, and he gets it out. Um, I had a fun time doing it, but I, I don't really know. But yeah, I have a couple things I'd like to try and do um, before, before going back to the second season, which I think will start early next year. Um, so yeah, there's like, there's two movies I'd really love to do. Hopefully I can do them both that would take me from like September to December. I don't want to like speak on them too early, uh, sure. but, but if, if they're both are going to happen, then I'm sure everybody will hear about them soon enough. Awesome. Well, I can't yeah. wait to see what's next again. It was Thank you, man. Absolutely. A pleasure speaking with you. I you too. highly, highly, highly encourage listeners to check out the bear season one because it's amazing. It's all on Hulu. You can watch the whole thing in two days. Like I did, which with, when you have small kids, like we do, yeah, like, yeah. That's insane. So Wow, we how old are your quick. kids? Uh five, three, and one. So we are oh in Oh my it. god. Yeah. I know wow. you're in it too. Like you're I got, I got three and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But five, so, three, and one. That's no joke. Congratulations. It, it is man. not. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Likewise. It's yeah. it's a ride. It's definitely yeah. chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, either well, way, um, uh, I really, really appreciate you taking the time and I can't wait yeah. to, like I said to see what's next. Thank you, Mike. So good talking to you, man. All right, good talking to you.